sacred rituals, and a cosmic community to enchant your mystical life. This podcast feels like soulful conversations by the fire and under the desert stars, as if you are hanging with your best friends, talking about purpose, the cosmos, and the divine journey we are all on. My name is Anna Alic, and this is the Topanga Moon Podcast. Hello. Welcome back to the Topanga Moon podcast. So happy that you're here. We are in winter now. <laughs> Just got all this snow the other day. It it's really beautiful, but it's getting cold. If you are new to the podcast, if this is the first episode that you're checking out, thank you. Welcome. So happy that you're here. Uh, yeah, so today's topic, um, I'm doing another solo episode. I will have more guests coming on soon, but it's all in perfect divine timing when certain guests have availability and all that kind of stuff. But in the meantime, I'll always have an episode for you every single week. And this topic really came to me the other day when I was having a conversation with a really good friend of mine. And we were talking about just kind of going after those like scary goals. And really when you have a mission and it seems just too grand <laughs> for you to take on, but the mission has been planted in your, in your soul and in your heart and you're doing all these things that are trying to, you know, get you away from actually going after this mission because it seems impossible or it seems like, you know, why you or why did this idea come to you that maybe you don't have the resources to accomplish this dream or mission. Maybe um, you feel like there's too much going on. You're not in the right mental space. There's so many things that keep us from really living in our greatness and in our lightness. And I want to talk about that today and a little bit about my journey. Before I get into all that, little updates. Um, we just went through this crazy 11-11 portal. And I don't know about you, but I had a lot of energy coming through and there it was wild so i'm living kind of in the suburbs right now i'm not living in the city and that night the on the 11 11 portal night the sky it was like past midnight i was working on some stuff it was past midnight and i looked up and the sky seemed so much lighter than normal and it was snowing, and I know it was like the full moon also, so that had a huge impact on it. But I was like, what is all this? Why does it seem so light? Like usually when I'm like walking around outside, I need a flashlight or something like that. But it was so bright out for it to be nighttime. And I was asking, you know, my friend Sarah, and she was just talking about how it's like the energy coming through to the planet at this time, how we really are getting this energetic upgrade. 
that this, you know, this portal activation and, and we're really moving into this other dimension and all this energy is coming through. So you might feel a little bit of, you know, extra tension or too much energy in the body. Like for me, I had so many crazy dreams, dreams after dreams, like in vivid dreams that I would remember them all um, in the morning. And this happened, you know, on the night of like, I guess the night before the full moon. And then on the full moon as well, a lot of this, you know, a lot of things have been coming up to be clear because also we're in Mercury retrograde. So things are, you know, things are surfacing for us to address and nothing really, you know, crazy has been going on in my life. I kind of made these big leaps and now I'm in, you know, what Lacey Phillips calls the magic dark where things are kind of just like moving along, but like nothing, nothing really, you know, like super special or crazy is happening. And it's really just this time of collecting the energy, um, just planting the seeds and just like kind of waiting for, you know, the, the magic to roll in. And I also was at my first market ever with Topanga Moon. And I went with, um, I, I shared a booth with Anetta with her uh, Ruby Sun Cutlery kits, which you can all find on the site. But we had this really amazing market experience. It was at the Parkdale Flea and we're going to be coming back to do the Parkdale Flea again on December the 8th, which is a Sunday. And it was, we didn't really know what to expect. It was our first time doing a market, first time like selling product that, you know, I made a face-to-face with people. I've sold stuff to friends and um, a little bit on the website, but never in, in this form before. And it was really interesting to interact with everybody. And so many people were into talking about rituals and how they can use the product. And I sold more than I really thought that I would sell. And it just, it was just such a beautiful moment, humbling experience, because I know that, um, Two years ago, when I was first starting to think about creating Topanga Moon, I got a lot of resistance. And that's what happens, and you know, we're gonna get into this topic now, but that's really what happens when you are on the brink of starting something new. You know, maybe you have this dream, this desire, um, you're scared to move forward with it because maybe it doesn't even exist. Maybe it's something that is being called to you, but you don't feel like you're good enough yet, or you don't have the resources or the experience. And you kind of have a little bit of that, you know, imposter syndrome of who am I to, you know, make a living off of doing this thing that I love? Who am I to, you know, jump forward and and do this business? And at the time when I was like just beginning to put together the idea for Topanga Moon, and this was after, you know, two years already hosting moon parties just for my friends. And I never really thought that it was going to be anything more than that. Um, It was really like a friend of mine who um, Kelsey, I'll, I'll, I'll shout her out on the podcast. I don't know if she listens, but Kelsey 
And she was really a huge, you know, inspiration for me and someone that really believed in the business from the beginning. So in her, you know, she was really gracious at the time and she really saw a vision for it more so than I could have. I don't think I would have started it if it wasn't for her. And that's why it's so important to surround yourself with people that are going to lift you up. You don't want to be around people who don't believe in your dreams or make you feel like you can't succeed. You really want to be, because it's already hard enough, you know, it's hard enough to go after something that's different. And like I said, maybe doesn't even exist. Something like this, I didn't really see, at least in this community here and and in the Toronto landscape, I really didn't have a lot of expanders at that time. So it was really amazing that someone could see a vision for it. And then she helped me with the branding and to come up with the initial layout of the website. And this was all just because she just genuinely had a belief in what I wanted to create and she thought it was a great idea. And that was one person, you know, from everybody else that I heard around me. I had a lot of people, you know, kind of saying it was not a good idea, that it was not going to be successful. And and then in my own internal mind, those fears creeping in of, you know, who am I to launch a business or I don't have the right skills? Um, just like a lot of like bumps along the, the way in that time. And also at that time, I was going through some, you know, personal struggles. I was, it was like the saddest I've ever been. And I was, um, I, I sublet my, my apartment and I was living with my parents for a little bit and just being away from, and then of course I had a car before that, but it broke down to the point of it couldn't be repaired because my idea was like, okay, it's totally cool. I can still drive into the city, be with my friends, you know, work on this project. Um, but then my car broke down you know, uh, and then my parents had another car that they gave me and that one also broke down. It was just like a representation of my life at that point. And really it was such a clear signal to show me how my thoughts were creating my reality and not in a positive way. Okay. So a lot of negative things were happening, but it's because I was in such a funk, a, such a negative, um, space that of course the universe is going to bring more of what I was focusing on. I was focusing on the lack. I was focusing on, um, just this, this sadness. And it was really a point in my life that I had to go through that. Looking back on that now, I had to go through that period because it was in that rock bottom that I was able to, you know, create something really beautiful from it. And that was Topanga Moon and also recognize the things that I really wanted to do with my life that I was holding myself back from. And it was really like putting me at this place where it's like, okay, cool. The only way, the only thing I have now to do is like rise up from this. 
you know, and um, it humbled me, gave me a lot of gratitude and made me really see that I had to work hard and I had to um, take control of my negative thought patterns. I had to get my spirituality practice back in, into place. I had to cultivate a community. I really felt like I was starting from nothing. But in that beautiful place was the most transformative shifts. And I'm so grateful for that time because now, two years later, (laughs) and recognizing that we're in, we're always in a cyclical nature. Right now we're in Scorpio season, which is the, you know, the cycle of death, rebirth, and um, just regeneration and all of that kind of stuff. And going through the cycles and recognizing the cycles, especially leading into this next decade which I'm going to get to. But back on this time in my life, I'm it's it's wild to think when you're in something that doesn't feel good and and feels really scary and dark and negative that there's ever going to be, you know, a light, but the thing that got me through at that at that time was leaning in to spiritual teachers and mentors. So I would just go on YouTube and find anybody that was talking positively about, you know, um, spiritual practices that you could do. I was like going into my meditation and sometimes you need a little bit more help than that. And that's totally okay. Whatever you need to do, lean into friends. I wasn't really leaning into friends at that point because I have, I had that, this bad habit of feeling like I don't want to burden anybody else with the things that I'm going through. And that also uh, gives your friendships and your community a disservice for them to help you and for them to um, to live out their service and their, you know, their gifts and, and for them to be um, of service within your friendship. So it's always beautiful to reach out whenever you're going through something. And then I was able to, in that space, really feel compassionate for people that are like going through a struggling hard time. Um, and then create this beautiful community and network and, you know, company based off of the idea of how do we help people feel good? So that's, you know, that's my mission. How how does these rituals, all these products, everything that I put out onto Panga Moon, how is that going to help you feel better? How is that going to help you get into a state of joy and help you find your own mission to, you know, a lot of people have been writing to me about this meditation I just put out and the same word keeps on coming up when I hear the feedback and it's peace, which is amazing. You know, people are able to feel peace from something that I, you know, created and and put out there. And I definitely channeled that meditation, but it's amazing because it's fostering and creating the mission because there's been a lot of, you know, ups and downs with creating the business, but hearing those little, that, that feedback and what people get from 
whether it be the moon party workshops or the products themselves or any of the rituals or any of the offerings, um, this sense of peace, this sense of feeling connected to a community, this sense of feeling just better, you know, in that moment so that they can create the life that they've always wanted from their own space, from their own intuition. And I always say, I'm just, you know, a vessel to hold space, hold space in this online presence, hold space in the workshops and everything that you do is what you bring to it. So at that time when I was, it was, you know, two years ago that I was going through this difficult time, somebody that really, um, held a lot of space for me and I'm so grateful for his work was Rich Roll. So I would, the only way to like help me kind of like feel a little bit better that day was to go for these really long runs. And I'm talking like I did like 10K runs in the snow, like in the winter because, you know, doing running has always been such a meditative practice for me and doing any kind of like physical activity. And then it got me out of the house and brought me into nature. Nature is so healing. But I would put on a ritual podcast because, you know, they're usually pretty long and it would be some kind of inspiring guest on his podcast or he'd be talking about his own life. And it was such an inspiration to me at that time. So I would just be like going on these long runs, listening to ritual, and then in that moment, just feeling better. And that's what that's what happens when you uh, step into your dharma, you know? He stepped into his work and his story is so amazing and inspiring because, uh, you know, at older age, he decided to start this running career and then became an ultra marathon runner. And his family went through several years of what they call like a financial dismantling, but their mission was always how do they serve themselves and bring more love into their own lives? And how do do they then serve other people from that space? And it's such a beautiful concept. They just, they did things differently. And that's what always resonated to me because I really believe that Yes, there's, you know, so many people out there giving you maybe some like tricks on how to like succeed faster and do all this stuff, but really it comes from what feels good for you because what the way that you approach your journey is going to be so different than anybody else. So, yeah, maybe creating a uh, a digital course and doing all the like funnel marketing or whatever will work for certain people, but you may have to approach it in a different way through your own instincts. And for them, for their family, everyone around them thought they were crazy, you know? Um, and I just love that um, Julie, his wife, Srimati, who's huge, huge inspiration to me. I love her story and her words, and she's so grounded in herself and has gone through this incredible journey in her life, but she always stuck to her own rituals, which I love because that's what I'm all about here as well. And she really created this, this like sacred space for herself from her own intuition, connecting with her guides, connecting to everything that she was meant to be doing. And 
really filtered out the noises around her. So no matter what other people are thinking of you, at the end of the day, your intuition is really going to guide you to, you know, create what is right for you. And uh, your intuition is just like your, your greatest support system. It's the thing that's going to really tell you what you came here to do, your specific mission. And really finding a mission is so much stronger than having a goal. When, when you have a mission when you're, and your mission is co- connected to helping the collective and expanding you know, consciousness in the world and being a part of the change and a part of good in this world and community or even just changing for yourself, having, maybe even having a personal mission where you want to bring more self-love in, you know, all of that has a ripple effect to other people. But when you have a mission, you have more, you know, you want to wake up in the morning. You want to like get up, go and be excited about your day. It's, it's just stronger than a goal because a goal is, which is great to have, um, usually has some sort of like time frame when you want to complete it by and it's always great to have like goal lists and everything like that but a mission could be your entire life a mission is not just you know for the next you know couple years or whatever it may be it's like it's a lifelong thing that you're working towards and it gives you meaning it gives you purpose um it shows how you can be connected to people and that's when really the magic can come in And I heard this the other day. I don't know if I'm going to say this right, but I was listening to the Melissa Ambrosini podcast, which is really great. Um, And she had um, this guest on. uh, Oh, my gosh. I'm going to have to, like, look this up because I really um, I forgot her name, which is awful. But it was such an inspiring podcast episode that really hit home with like everything that I was, I've been talking about. Um, but it, it was with, oh yes, Dr. Tara Rye Trent, who is an author, speaker, humanitarian, and her whole life story and how she grew up in, uh, Zimbabwe and basically reached this impossible dream and really had very little at that time. And, um, was able to move to America and get her, um, first of all, she did, she got her, um, high school diploma and it took her like eight years to do it. And she kept on failing, but she kept on going. Her mother was like really inspiring to her at that time and, and had, and was like a champion for her. And then she moved to America, which was a crazy thing. She's never been on a plane before. And then she got her, um, undergraduate and then she went on to her master's and then her PhD and now her mission is to help um, bring more education to the communities in Zimbabwe especially for women so it's an amazing episode just released on that podcast so go listen it's super super inspiring because it's really about having that mission having those dreams and um, going after them even if they feel impossible because that's what we're here to do. You know, we don't want to like get to the end of our life and think, oh, I wish I would have tried that thing. You know, 
Um, and I know that it can be scary, especially when you have these like big dreams and big ideas of what you want to do. I definitely feel that. I have a lot of scary big dreams, but I think that the world right now really needs us all to step up with our scary big dreams. You know, imagine a world that's like lit up with people that are super passionate about their life. And we can have all these excuses coming in like, I don't have enough money, or I have a family that I need to support, or, you know, I don't have the time. I am feeling really sick. There's so many things that can be. Uh, that can be going on in our world that prevent us and stop us, not to mention all the limiting beliefs that we have in our mind, negative stories, uh, the programming that we need to do, generational trauma. There's so many things. And sometimes your mission may just be, I want to wake up in the morning and feel good. And that's okay. You know, it's starting there and it's, it's working on, um, getting to a place where you're working on the, the big wins instead of the little wins, you know? The little wins um, are those goals and, you know, it makes you feel good in the moment and it can, it can get you through, but it's like the big wins when, you know, like this woman who got her, finally got her PhD um, and it was such an impossible dream and and she said she took 20 years to get there because she had everything against her but she just didn't stop she believed that she could and it's really when we have that belief that we can before we see it so Wayne Dyer always says um if you can believe it then you'll see it not the other way around so it comes from that belief so your mission can be different. Everybody has a different one. And like I said, it could just be like, I just want to feel good. And that's amazing. You know, like start there, start wherever you are at because your journey and growth, it's not a linear process. It's going to like go up and down. And, and basically we just want to get to a point where we're, we're feeling good and we're, we're able to attract more when we're in that place. We're able to um, accomplish these bigger dreams when we're coming from that place of joy and feeling good. So start wherever you are at. And it can be the simplest things that like make you feel better and make you feel good, but that's going to lead you to then being like, okay, so now that I feel a little bit better, now what do I, what do I want to work on? And Obstacles are going to come in for sure, um, but you can't you can't let that uh, deter you because it's just a way to say you know the universe is, is testing you and it's seeing if you're really committed to these bigger missions. And I believe that we were all we all came to this planet with a purpose, with a reason. You know, people may. Other people might disagree with that, and that's totally cool. But I, I do believe that, and it's like the things that pull out our heart, you know. And your mission could could be to have, you know, children that you really take care of and that you love, and that's a beautiful mission. We need that. Or to be a teacher, or to be, you know, there's so many people in this world with different 
um, desires and dreams, and that's what makes it so beautiful. But we were all given this beautiful, you know, desire that pulls at our heart. And when it's connected to a desire to help other people and a desire to spread that love and have it be like a ripple effect in the world, that we're going to work harder on our mission. So for me, that comes in a lot of different ways. Um, Working on my script right now, that's a huge mission for me. And it's so scary. It's such a scary mission because so many times I'm like, why do I have this desire to be an actress and a writer and try to work in this field that's so difficult to, you know, land a role. And I see, and I can kind of get a little tripped up and I'm just, you know, speaking honestly, but I'll see friends and they've landed all these beautiful, amazing projects. And then I think like, oh my gosh, I'm so behind, you know, I'm getting older and I'm so behind and I haven't landed the, 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 the big project yet. But then it's just, going back, recentering, going back into my meditation, seeing the vision, uh, seeing what I specifically am here and seeing that I have like a bigger, a bigger mission for myself and that everybody's journey is different and it's going to look different. So right now I'm working on this, uh, sci-fi script that I'm super passionate about. It's, there's so many cosmic things about it, the way that it came to me, the inspiration behind it. And I'm scared. I'm, I'm scared to sit down and write it because, you know, those fears come in of like, oh, am I, you know, good enough to write this script? What am I going to do afterwards? And all that kind of stuff. But I know that the story and the message holds a stronger mission than any of these fears that could block me. So I go back to they're wise. You know, when you have a why for what you're doing, it's a lot easier to stick to what you want to create. So my why is that, you know, I, I really believe in this story. I think this story is beautiful and powerful. And this is a story about love and, uh, helping the planet. And there's a lot about sustainability in there. And, um, just this, this narrative that, is an example of what's going on in the world and how we can help to improve it. And, you know, my hopes is that if somebody sees this eventually when it's made, that they might be inspired to maybe volunteer for uh, an environmental organization or go after something that they really believe in or, you know, not settle and really like wait to find uh, deep love and purpose and meaning. So there's a larger mission at hand and that's why I'm able to keep moving forward and I have a beautiful support system of friends who are always encouraging me. Um, I've been to some psychics and mediums who keep on telling me like, you're a writer, you're a writer. You can't, you don't, you don't introduce yourself as one or like you keep you know, a lot of my friends are like, why don't you say, you have to say you're a writer first, you know? And I've been putting that into practice. I'm now talking about my writing and really owning myself as a writer because I know it's something that I was gifted. It's, I know it's something that I'm able to do and I need to use this writing for the bigger mission. 
and I need to not shy away from this light and step into, you know, this greatness and own my truths, own this part of myself. And my wish is that, you know, anybody listening right now, they can see part of their greatness and where they're not stepping into their greatness. Right now, more than ever on this planet, we need everyone to step up into their greatness. We can't afford people to not be excited and passionate about life, to not, there's just so many things happening in this world that needs help and healing. And, um, I mean, planet, our planet being one of them, global warming, and we all need to step up into our greatness so that we can inspire others so that we can, you know, be that beacon of light, be that person that comes into the room. That's so magnetic that you want to be around because they're super inspiring. We all want to show up as our most authentic whole beautiful selves with powerful missions so that we can help each other and we have all this great work to do right now and I really am focusing right now on the beautiful things that people are creating to help our planet I don't want to focus on the negative I don't want to look at the news I don't want to like create more of that fear story because when we're tapping into that we're creating more of the fear story I want to redirect that and just tap into the light, tap into the good, create more positivity, create more love, because that's just going to expand our consciousness and create more love on the planet, which is really amazing. So another thing that um, I just came across, which is super interesting, and um, it was just really enlightening to read about this, but I've been following Ruby Warren Ching and Warrington for a long time and I've always loved her website The Numinous and that's how I found out about Alexandra Roxo and I always love what they were doing with Moon Club and everything and she just wrote this really vulnerable beautiful essay about the truth about running a spiritual online business so if you're interested in any of that I would say go read it 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 really tells the truth of how you know challenging it can be to run a spiritual business how it you know there's all these promises that people make and um, ways to launch campaigns and all this kind of stuff but for her because it didn't resonate with her in the right way it just wasn't going it wasn't working and it was really through her intuition that she recognized that something needed to shift because she was, you know, and she and she also noted how she feels privileged because she did get a book deal and not everyone can get that. And she has a support from her husband. So, of course, she has those like support systems. But how much money it costs to really support and create her website. And I just think it's so interesting because we are in this time now where there's more spiritual entrepreneurs uh, showing up and solopreneurs and talking about this mission. And I think the, the main point that I want to really take from that, and I would, you know, go read this article because it's really beautifully written and super vulnerable. And I love when people are just like honest with what they're at. And because like for so long, I was like, oh yeah, she's must be making so much money and doing so well. And she's so well known and she has this huge book. And of course she's like, 
super successful. And we see this because it's an outside projection and we see people being, you know, we think that they're, you know, quote unquote successful, but we don't know the details and the, like the inner world and how hard it may be and all the little things and how much work goes into creating products. And, um, but I really think that the main point here is like, that you need to, once again, like I always say, go back to your own intuitive voice. And if something isn't landing well for you, you don't need to follow what other people tell you to be successful or how to be successful. And I think it just comes from just owning your intuition, following your own truths, and finding your own unique ways. And success can be different and look different and it may not be this huge like financial success you know your success might be wake up waking up in the morning and feeling good that day or um you know writing that finally like writing one sentence on your future novel like we can define success in our own way and um and then what goes back to the whole like do you want the little wins or do you want the big wins because when you have that bigger win that big mission um it's going to be okay if you have those moments where things are shifting and maybe something's not working out maybe something does work out notice what's working for you lean into your community ask for guidance go into your own intuition and follow people online that make you feel good that inspire you A beautiful example is Gabby Bernstein. I love her work. I just booked a ticket to go see her in Toronto. She's doing a whole speaking tour for her book, Super Attractor, and going with a group of amazing women. And we're all going to be going to this like high vibe night uh, with Gabby and her whole book. And I'm so excited to dive into it, but I haven't read it yet. But from what I gather, it's a book about feeling good, she says, because that's when you are the super attractor. So how can we all have those, you know, those little wins throughout the day and make ourselves feel good and step into our power, help each other out, uh, expand this community and really go for our big dreams and goals. You know, we need that on this planet. We need more of it. So a couple things that I do to help me stay motivated and stick to this like big mission because along with, um, and I'm just going to share and be super vulnerable and tell you my big missions (laughs) right now because why not? So my, my first number one big mission is to finish writing the script in the next two months before 2020. I got a psychic download that it has to be finished before 2020. So I'm going to go against all my fears and I'm going to finish writing this beautiful sci-fi script that was definitely channeled to me. So I'm going to finish that. I have um, some beautiful offerings that I want to make for Topanga Moon. And uh, part of that is doing personalized rituals for people. So I want to create something online where you can sign up with something specific that maybe you want to bring more into more of in your life and send me a little bit of information about yourself. And then I'm going to make a personal full ritual package for you. So I can like find out a little bit about you and then 
uh, really tap in, channel, and then bring you something that's really personalized because I love I love personalized information for people. And then come out with some moon guides for everybody. Uh, put all my products on Etsy finally. Figure out my finances. And just create more offerings in a really authentic way for the website. And finally create a retreat for 2020 uh, with Chapango Moon. So... I'll update everyone once all that has been created. And my third mission, and this is all like professional missions. I have other missions, manifestation lists for other things in my life. But professionally, I'm just going to tell you about that. I have this mission to create a documentary series. And this has been something that has been kind of like tapping at me and on my heart for a long time and I've been scared because it feels like such a like big process uh, a documentary series that really inspired me was years of living dangerously and I thought that was so beautifully done and um, incredible so it's going to be an environmental documentary series and I already have like basically all the topics uh, so figuring out that you know how to find the funding how to find the team putting together a pitch, all those things. So those are my three big missions. And it all goes down to, it all comes back to how can I make people feel good and how can I help the planet? Those are my two main whys. Helping people feel good and connected and in community and helping the planet. And that's always been my whys. So all my missions go into my whys and those are mine for you. And like, if you have your own personal missions that may be a little bit scary that you have been maybe afraid to tell people and you feel comfortable telling me, I would love to hear about it. So if you want to email me, send me a DM on, uh, the Instagram, then I would love to hear about it because I really love supporting and hearing about other people's missions and what they're here to do more of. So some things that are helping me with my missions are rituals. So these rituals are all belief rituals. So these are things that I, I do daily or every once in a while to really solidify my beliefs and help me with the whole mental part. Because really when it when it comes to creating our visions and our missions, um, 80% of success is created in the mind. And that is truth. So 80% is the mind and then 20% is like strategy. So if you really think about that, the majority of you getting to your mission and getting to your goal is actually things that you can do within your mental space. And it seems scary, but also at the same time, very empowering because you have more control over that then the 20%, which is strategy, because a lot of that, sometimes you don't have full control. You know, it's relying on other people. It's working on timelines. It's getting the funding. It's um, putting your ideas out there. It's pitching. There could be a lot of rejection in that. But the 80% of the success part, which is a huge part of it, is your, uh, your subconscious beliefs, which you have control over. You definitely do with different practices. So that's amazing to know because you can facilitate that every single day. So every morning I do a meditation. I just came out with a really beautiful finding your magnetic life meditation. 
And that helps you visualize the things that you want to create. So if you want to go check that out, it's on the podcast. And you'll see it's the um, multidimensional meditation. It's available. You can listen to it every day. It's really, really helped me see my vision and hold on to it. And um, going into that, it's about visualizing yourself. So when you want to create something, visualize and see yourself already doing the thing that you want to be doing and feel it in your body you know really feel what it would feel like to already be that person with the thriving business to be that person that um has helped people in what they've created to be that person that finished writing their book you know what does that feel like and then find a group of expanders and they can, and this is like a really beautiful thing that Lacey Phillips talks about. And all of her work is about this whole, you know, reprogramming and getting your mind to the right place to achieving your goals. So if you want step-by-step, a beautiful program, go to, to be magnetic. And she has all these amazing programs for you so that it kind of, you can do the work there and you'll start manifesting all the things that you want. So have a group of expanders, whether that be online expanders. So start to curate your Instagram. You don't have to follow people that don't make you feel good, you know? Follow inspiring people. Follow the people that you really love aspects of their life and you want more of that in your life. And then what you'll notice when you start to create these expanders, kind of like in a virtual world or... um, you know, in the digital space, you'll start to attract those kinds of people into your life. So this has been happening to me and Anetta recently um, because we've been showing up and we've been doing the work and really feeling the self-love and pouring all this loving vibration into us. We are attracting so many incredible women into our lives. And it's no coincidence. It's because we are, you know, projecting this positivity. So people are feeling that and they want to be around it. So now we have a group of expanders who are real life expanders, people who we really admire, new friends that have just like stumbled into our lives, people that we can look up to, people that um, help us be our best selves. And it's been a really beautiful thing to see this community expanding and how we can influence each other. So find your group. And if you need a group um, connect on Topanga Moon. That's why I created the, the, the community and the website. Come to one of the moon parties. It's a group of incredible people who come together with the highest intentions and you will find a community that supports you. So there's always that. And I'm going to continue to create things on the website so that you can feel more of that community aspect and, um, I'm going to get some, I'm going to create something where it's like a membership platform, something like that. I don't want to do it on Facebook because I just don't like Facebook. So I'm going to figure it out. Bear with me. If you have ideas, like I've said before, let me know. So, um, yes, connect with expanders. And then the final thing is find joy. Joy is what Abraham Hicks always talks about. Watch some of her YouTube videos. I really, really love them. I feel good after them. But when you're in a space of feeling good, you can attract 
the most amazing things. And I see this all the time when I'm traveling, when I'm going to a place that makes me feel good, all of a sudden things come in that I would have never expected. And it's because I'm in this state of joy. I'm already experiencing the joy that I wish to create. So it's like the universe is like, oh, I'll bring you more joy. I'll keep bringing you more joy. I'll bring in these beautiful things that you've been wanting because you're in the state of joy. Abraham Hicks calls that the vortex. So have moments of joy. And it could be just like your morning coffee that brings you joy or hanging out with a best friend or going on that trip that you've always wanted, um, but you finally decided to go and do it. Find ways to bring more joy into your life. So yeah, that's everything um, for today. I kind of just, I asked before this podcast, I was like, okay, guides, just like talk through me. (laughs) So I don't know if it was, you know, a bit of a ramble, but I just wanted to speak honestly and vulnerably and uh, really just like connect with everyone and help you see that your mission is important. You are here for a reason. Your life has immense purpose and beauty and whatever scares you, don't let it scare you. Go beyond the fear because beyond the fear, there's so much beauty and so much amazing things that you can create. So stepping beyond the fear, going for it, even if you fail, keep going for it. Uh, Live in a way that your mission is just greater than any fear that can come in. And if you don't have a mission yet, that's okay. You know, like I said, your mission could just be feeling better that day feeling a little bit better, getting your health in order. Everybody can have their own personal mission. You don't have to be an inventor or something. You don't have to do something crazy. Um, Your life, all of your lives matter right now. You are worthy just as you are in any state. We are all born worthy. We're always worthy every single day. You're worthy of love. You're worthy of your greatest dreams. You're worthy of your greatest love. You're worthy of all of these things because you are alive and because you're here and because you were born worthy. So I hope you all go into the end of this year really focused on going after that beautiful, scary mission of yours and go into 2020 with newfound belief, with newfound excitement and passion for life, with helping our planet, with connecting to each other, helping other people also rise at the same time that you are so that we can all be in this together. So I hope you have a really, really beautiful day and I hope you just don't be afraid of your greatness. Step into that light because we need it.